Literary Scape presents the historical, inspirational book club podcast, the first of its kind. This show is for those who love clean romance adventure stories from the 1800s. In this episode, Tiffany, Jessica, and Melissa will be discussing Falling for the Cowboy. Oh, I mean, Falling for the Cowgirl. <laughs> falling for the Cowgirl by Jody Hedlund. This is book four in her Colorado Cowboys series. Okay. As the only girl in her family and with four older brothers, Ivy McQuaid can rope and ride with the roughest of ranchers. She's ready to have what she's always longed for, a home of her own. She sets her heart on a parcel of land south of Fair Play and is saving for it with her winnings from the cowhand competition she sneaks into. But her dream is put in jeopardy when the man she once loved reappears in her life. After two years away, Jericho Bliss is back in South Park as an undercover Pinkerton agent searching for a war criminal. He has no intention of involving a woman in the dangerous life he leads, but one look at Ivy is all it takes for him to question the path he's set out for himself. Even though Jericho tries to resist his longtime attraction to the beautiful and vivacious Ivy, he finds himself falling hard and fast for her. In the process, his worst fear comes true. He puts her smack dab in the middle of danger. With Ivy's life in the balance, will Jericho give her up once again, or will he find a way back to her this time forever? I had to admit, when I first read it, I'm like, because you kind of get a little back and forth. Like, actually, book two, Has it talks about, been? like, Ivy's attracted to Jericho, oh, but he um, just treats her like a little sister. And then book three, you get a little bit more between them, just a little bit more. And now it's their turn. So what did you think about Ivy and the way she dresses up to do these cow boy <laughs> competitions to gain money? I was trying to figure out the whole charcoal or whatever she put on for a beard. Like how they not know. Like how do you how did you that's to me didn't seem like that would look yeah. like a beard. Yeah. Yeah. And like the baggy clothes and everything, I guess. Well, she like bound everything. Yeah, yeah. she made herself yeah. look like a slim gym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even her voice, you would think her voice and her face would kind yeah. of, you know, I don't know. It, I think it was very dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Yeah. But funny. It was funny. Well, the one point where she was writing the Roman style. Oh, my. I thought, oh, my gosh, everybody's going to know. I won't say what happened, but like. I was like, everybody's going to know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Ivy is like this little spitfire. I think she acts before thinking. You guys, you think that way? Yeah. I think she's a free spirit. Mm -hmm. She is. That's what her family thinks too. She can hold her own. She don't have to worry about her. She just does what she does. And Mm -hmm. And that that bothers Jericho. Jericho thinks that she's. And that bothers Jericho because like. Like, oh, she's probably over here. She's probably yeah. doing this, you know. So and he's like, "Why aren't you keeping close tabs on her?" You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do you think about Jericho then? I think steadfast. Yeah. yeah, that man has been there with that family since they drove the cattle. 
Mm-hmm. He's helped Dylan. All right, we're back. We're going to take a, a brief break there. We are talking about Jericho and what your thoughts were on him. And I said, I think he's steadfast because he's been like this solid, like he gets Dylan out of scrapes, right? All I mean, mm-hmm. he's been doing that. Solid friend for him. He likes Ivy, mm-hmm. but he takes on more of a big brother protector mm-hmm. role with her. Any other thoughts on him? He's uh, truthful, like he is an honest because he's held on to that promise, I think, to Dylan, like when they were younger, that he would keep his hands off his sister, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I love that in this book, like, <laughs> like towards the end when his, Dylan's like, did you sleep with my sister? <laughs> he's like, I didn't yeah. touch her. I didn't touch her. I promised but, you I wouldn't. But, but they're all like... Okay, so let's talk about it. So here's Ivy, been raised by her brothers. She's a grown woman. She's in love. She wants to be with Jericho. But because of events that have happened, they blame him for her being hurt. Uh-huh. And they, like, shoot at him. Right. You'll and f- do not allow him near her. Like, Flynn is really, like, like, just... Protective. She's like in and out of it, right? She's trying to recover. She's Mm -hmm. doesn't isn't fully coherent. I love how like in her fevered state, she hears her brothers talking about him, like he can't be near her, but you know all this stuff. Did they say they shot? And she she like sits up and is like, "I love him," and then she's like (laughs) passes back out, (laughs) and they just kind of look at her. But I'm like. Her brothers thought they were helping her when really they hurt her. Because mm-hmm. remember when Jericho's like, I'll do whatever mm-hmm. to keep her safe. Like, if that means that I can no longer be with her, then I won't be with her. And he leaves a letter mm-hmm. that says, I won't go near her again if you promise to allow her. Because he had already purchased the land that she mm-hmm. wanted, right? If you allow her... Um, to set up her own place because that's mm-hmm. what she wants. And of course her brothers are like, fine, just stay away from her. Well, when they give that to her and she's completely crushed, like how did you feel when you were reading through that with her? I think she got everything she wanted except for everything she really wanted. <laughs> yeah. Sad. Like nothing but, could replace that need, need that she needed. Like I wouldn't say need, but like her desire for him and then she gets into this like state of this is when their brother depression her mm-hmm. i think this is when her brothers really realized like well we we, we overstepped up. here mm-hmm. like by pushing not allowing him to be a part of her life because she wouldn't get out of bed after that yeah right and I, do you like how judd comes in and is like Coaxer, cattle prodding her, <laughs> basically. I was like, when he was doing that, I, think, I was like, oh, like, like I didn't I know at first when he was using it, and then when he, they said that, I'm like, oh my god, yeah. Well, he was enjoying me. that too much. I think so. <laughs> You're right. Everybody else was like babying her, which mm-hmm. they never did before. Mm-hmm. You know, they always just let her be, and then do you think so they kind of? treat her like she needed to be yeah like yeah girl mm-hmm. like do you think they did that out of guilt i think so they do I yeah think so too. i think they felt the brothers felt really bad for i mean it's like telling like i wish i was it, while i was reading i remember thinking like okay boys i understand your desire to protect your little sister but you need to like take a step back <laughs> it is like her telling your wives you can't be a part of my brother's life 
like you can't be married to him like like think about like how much you love your wife that's how much she loves jericho and Uh you're not allowing him to see her Uh and he only had eyes for her it sounded like Mm -hmm. yeah throughout the whole series don't you feel like it was Uh just always like like they met when they were young and they were friends and that friendship grew into Uh something more so this one I liked the scene in the um, church, <laughs> the cave. You know, it's like the oh. fires going on out there, and they're trying to like uh-huh. find this. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, like this treasure that might be there, but they're also trying to hide from the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And the scene where he's like on his knees in front of her, and he in his head he's like, "I'm just gonna let her have." control of this situation and she starts kissing him running her fingers through his hair and he's like i'm gonna let her i'm gonna like follow her lead and then he finally like breaks it it's like okay, we have to stop mm-hmm. <laughs> oh like, it reminds me a little bit of brody yeah right? mm-hmm. like where brody's like okay but we have to stop at this point <laughs> but uh but she's used to taking the lead so he was willing in that instance to say mm-hmm. i do like how he comes back and actually lassos her mm-hmm. the at end. the end yeah. i love that i was like oh, oh that was an awesome ending. awesome scene yeah yeah but then you started seeing the trend in these books where like the preachers like you mcquades marry fast mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and they and every time they're like well when we know we got something good we keep it right yeah, right right loved it right what other thoughts like i were you um surprised by the relationship between ivy and astrid i think kind of how it went yeah because when you when they first got together you know but they were a lot younger and then as they've grown up yeah i thought they'd be a lot closer Mm -hmm. yeah it's like they were close yeah it's almost like they grew apart like astrid just became this very proper lady and it kind of shocked me with astrid with how you saw her i know read about her in the first book and you would think she'd be a lot like ivy yeah and then that took that role. It was it was different. And then were you kind of surprised that like Astrid kind of liked Jericho? Jericho? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. No. no. But she gave up on that. Yeah. <laughs> I also really liked where like Ivy's like, oh, sure. I'll sit and like hold hands with this other guy. And Jericho's like lining up the bottles on the fence <laughs> right beside him and just knocking him off. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then when the guy leaves, he's like, all right, I'm done. They're like, mm-hmm. it was just, it was a very cute um, love story. Mm-hmm. So any other thoughts on them? I, all right. my, I think I like this one the most. Um, was it your favorite, favorite so far? Yeah. I cannot wait to read book five, which comes out February 14th. So make sure you can pre-order your copy now. I already pre-ordered mine. Did you pre-order yours, yes. your son? Yeah. So I can't wait for that to come out. Um, how would you rate the romance level in this book? A latte. A latte. I was going to say that, too. The latte got steamy up there in that yeah, cave. Yeah, I was saying latte, yeah. In the river. And the river. Oh, yeah. I forgot the river scene. Yeah. What about the, but don't forget about the church oh, scene. The church. <gasps> oh my Remember goodness! Remember I said the church. church scene. That one was that's really where, bad. That's where Jessica's like, <gasps> that yeah. one. Okay, at that point, I <laughs> thought I thought they're gonna be married 
boom, right here, right now. Yes. Well, that's what. And then I felt bad for the guy because her brothers wailed on him, <laughs> right? Poor, yeah, Flynn is. Um, yeah, yeah, Flynn is very. He's very protective, and he he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's not afraid to punch you or shoot you or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, but. I forgot about the church scene. And you like you see it coming, like this is gonna get bad. This is gonna get bad. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. oh yeah. I would say it's a latte on the romance. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> How would you rate the adventure level in this book? I feel like there was some mocha adventure. I think mystery was I think mocha too for adventure. Yeah, I could go mocha. And then for mystery, are you thinking? Latte. Latte? What do you think? Especially the one twist. I was like, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Latte. Yeah. There was far more to it because there's like these side characters that Mm -hmm. you're like trying to figure out. Are they good? Are they bad? What are they really after? Mm -hmm. Is this treasure real? Right? There's like all these Mm -hmm. things about it. Yeah. Okay, so now I have to like pause before we give our final rating because now I'm thinking back to those scenes. So. <laughs> the lattes. I was thinking back to that church scene. Like, what would you do in her situation? Well, I wouldn't have dressed up in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did ask him to leave, and he always well, shows up at those times. And he was really just trying to be helpful. But yes. yeah, you know that that can't end good. Like mm-hmm. you. He should have just walked away. Yeah, trying to unbind her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one, you shouldn't have gone in the church to change your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it's a public place, people. <laughs> yeah, because didn't the door open before he, like, in the back? Before he came in? She yes. didn't even close the door all the way or something. Yeah, it's already changing. Yeah. Well, she's a pretty bold lady. Yeah. She, yeah. You know, when you think about it. Do you know that scene reminded me of <laughs> when and Derek and I got married? Uh, his parents and my parents drove us over here because we didn't want our car parked over there because his cousin had done that and they had taken his car and like jacked it up, took all the wheels off. And Derek's like, I, I ain't having any of that. Yeah. Like his family went all out pranking them. Oh. So they couldn't even, like, leave Wow! after they got married. So we left the car over here. And so they drove us over, and we got – this is when Derek was renting down here. And we got in the house, and I, and I looked at my mom. I said, Mom, can you help me get out of my dress? And she started to, and my dad grabbed her arm. And the mom goes, oh, uh, never mind, Derek. She's all yours. And I'm like, what? <laughs> She goes, um, he's your husband now, so he can help you take your dress off. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> you know, like when you get married, you're like, I don't know how it was for you ladies, but for me, it was like, we're we're crossing a line here. Like, <laughs> this is a line that's never been crossed. And on top of that, we're walking back to the bedroom and I'm like, our, our, our parents are out in the front room and you're going to take our dress off. They didn't leave. No, they were there till we left. That's and I was like, should have left. Of course, you know, Derek being a man is like, come on, like, like no problem. But I was like, that reminded me. That scene reminded me. Yeah, like, 
yeah, this is awkward. <laughs> you shouldn't. Of course, they weren't married at that point. Right, right. But right. I was like, I also remember we threw birdseed. Everybody threw birdseed at us. And remember, my dress was strapless. Yeah. So when he popped the, I say popped, but when he got the buttons undone on the back <laughs> and the dress like kind of like slid forward, all this birdseed fell to the floor. <laughs> so when we left, I said, um, would one of you please sweep the birdseed off? I mean, I could feel it as we're like running to the car. I could feel all this birdseed going down. I had birdseed all over. I think at Ron said at Thurs when they were running, somebody just threw the whole packet of Oh, we had that too. And it like hit him in the head. Like somebody just pelted couple people just pelted the whole packet. They like didn't untie it. That's scary. They just threw it at us. I'm like, one of us could get black eye on our wedding. (laughs) I never did that thing at the end. I'm just like, everybody leave and then I'll leave. (laughs) I didn't get to stay to the very end of yours. Yeah, it was just kind of like everybody. You had bubbles. Everybody. Yeah, we had bubbles, but we didn't like do like a A line where you run through. We just. I was like, Derek, we was on gravel. So I was like, hold on to me because I had a little bit of a heel on. And I, you know me, I'm a you, klutz. So I was like, hold on to me. If I go down, somehow make it look elegant. You know, elegant. <laughs> I don't know, like swoop me up, do something. But your wedding dress weighs so much. Uh-huh. You don't think how much those weigh. You don't realize how much they weigh. They're but not, you're like, mm-hmm. it's all in the skirting. Mm-hmm. The tool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you know. Enjoy that. You guys, if you haven't read this book yet, you're going to love the scenes with Jericho and Ivy. And the poor man, he's really trying to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but she puts herself in some awkward, awkward, awkward positions. positions. Yes. Like when I fell out of the shower. <laughs> That's another Ivy connection right there. Yeah. So Ivy... Because she was in the river, right? And he mm-hmm. keeps sneaking up. Well, I say sneaking, but he's trying to teach her a lesson about mm-hmm. you shouldn't be out here like this. Because if it weren't, if I was another man, he would take advantage of you. <laughs> I fell out of the shower one time when I was, I don't know, probably 11, 12 years old. <laughs> so what happened was <laughs> the water went ice cold, like the heater went out or something. And I was like, because <gasps> it was so cold. But when I did that, I fell towards the shower curtain rather than the shower wall and I ripped the shower curtain off the wall and like fell the shower bar like (laughs) me in the head everything right well my our brother-in-law Ron was there and he just heard me screaming and all the noise of me falling out of the shower that hurt so bad by the way (laughs) and here I am with with the the curtain is like draped over me (laughs) With the shower rod, like, hanging down. And here, Ron, like, busts through the bathroom door because he thinks, like, something yeah. terrible is happening, right? <laughs> well, and, nice. and I'm, like, obviously naked <laughs> under the shower curtain. And I was like... <laughs> he's, like, backing out. And he's like, I'm so sorry, through the door. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Are you okay? And he's like, I was just trying to help. And I'm like, go get my sister. I remember <laughs> you, and you were just sitting there, like, I'm still like dazed. Like, I mean, I got hit in the head with the shower rod. I mean, my backside hurt from like falling out. (laughs) Jessica comes in. She's laughing. Does she help me up? No. No. She turns the shower off. She's like, you're getting water all over. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm so used to your clutziness. And I'm like, you would be the only one to fall out of a shower. Like, I'm like, only you. And Ron, bless Ron. Ron is so sweet. He always just wants to help. And he's like, I promise you, I didn't see anything. I just was really worried because, <laughs> but it's like, I was like, God, <laughs> he's like a big brother. I mean, because yeah. he's been around since I was like 10. Oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. you're going to love Ivy's predicaments and mm-hmm. her story. And stay tuned because we have an interview coming up with Jody, and um, we'll be discussing the last book mm-hmm. when it finally releases. Mm-hmm. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, everyone. If you enjoy our content and would like to connect beyond the screen and earbuds, consider becoming a member of our Bookies Book Club, which is currently in beta and offered at half price. Come join us for fun and inspiration. Until next time, happy and blessed reading.